Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I'm going to talk about the war on drugs and the hypocrisy and the utter absurdity of the discussion that runs on out in public about this topic. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. and I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell people the truth on topics just like this. I'm also a self-certified master practitioner, gave myself that award almost 20 years ago, and recently gave myself a Lifetime Achievement Award. So I'm pretty proud of those credentials. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get the show going. So I thought I'd do a show mostly about the drug war and the utter and complete absurdity of it and the way the constitutional conservatives and the Democrats, of course, both fail to disclose the actual issues at hand. And as usual, the issue is framed up in a way that creates two false choices and then they argue about it. (laughs) And I just get so sick and tired of conservatives who push for this back the blue war on drugs horseshit and at the same time want to blame Democrats for the death of all these black males and minorities in these inner cities who are in these drug wars. It's just it's just such a great example to me of the utter idiocy of the public discussion that goes on. Because the idea that Republicans are upset about black men killing each other in the inner city over these turf wars is simply not credible. Because if they were actually concerned, then they would discuss the matter openly and objectively. Starting with the fact that there's absolutely no basis whatsoever for the federal government to outlaw these substances that people want to buy and take. They're drugs. So it took a constitutional amendment to outlaw alcohol. What in the world is in the Constitution that would allow the federal government to outlaw all these drugs they put on these lists, these schedules, and yet didn't allow them to outlaw alcohol? I I don't get it. See, it's just proof positive that the federal government has no right, no authority whatsoever to outlaw drugs. And it also has absolutely no authority to require that you get a prescription for all these other drugs. None whatsoever. Just totally made up. See, it's completely and totally made up. The federal government has absolutely no authority whatsoever to to tell you what you can put in your body if you choose to. (laughs) There's none. It's not even a close call. It's an utter and complete absurdity. And of course, that's all ultimately the foundation for why it is they control these vaccines and pushed it and declared a national emergency and all these other things that went with this COVID horseshit is because they claim this right. And of course, the constitutional conservatives are right there pushing it. But you look at these things like 
these blacks who kill each other and these uh, other minorities and white people and whoever gets involved in a drug matter. I don't even pull out the blacks because this is what they always run around and talk about because these black neighborhoods are completely and totally wrecked as a result of government. But it's so much deeper than this fantasy about outlawing it and getting tough and getting enough cops in there. It's utter nonsense. See, it's not complete and utter nonsense. It's a violent profession to get into if you want to sell drugs because it's illegal. If it wasn't illegal, there'd be no issue with it and it wouldn't be a violent profession. It'd be like every other commodity that people want to buy. It'd be available in vending machines and it wouldn't be this issue where they're all killing each other over turf. You see that? You see, that's the part that's so hypocritical is that these constitutional conservatives claim that they are, they're so interested in black lives and the liberals, of course, they want to save you with programs on top of the illegal drugs. But neither side discusses the fact that the CIA runs that entire business. They run the entire business of world trade and drugs. It's been exposed over and over again. They kill people, in effect. I mean, everyone knows Gary Webb, two shots to the head, called it a suicide. These conservatives are just a bunch of hypocrites. I've got no problem if people want to sit out and not risk their own lives. That's fine. But if you step into the ring and then you just start speaking a bunch of lies like they all do, that's the point I have a problem with. I don't say you need to be a reporter and go out there and expose the truth. But don't run for office. Don't claim to be a member of media speaking truth to people, caring about blacks in the inner city. What a load of bullshit that is. The reason they die is because there's no jobs, because the entire world is totally fake now. See, it's completely fake. Everything about it's fake. Everything costs money. You have to get money. There's no land to go live on the vast majority of the time. Human history, people just lived on ancestral land or they worked for somebody on an ancestral land and they kind of did their own thing. And now everybody's been herded into these giant cities or all the land's own. Anybody can just drive around in these big cities and see there's tons and tons of empty property all owned by these gigantic uh, companies. There's empty properties. Nobody can live in them. Whole place is blown up, blown out. How? Why? Because crime has been pushed into there. You can watch any kinds of documentaries you want. You'll see this. The government itself created this entire Crips and Bloods thing just to stir up more trouble. Then it sells the drugs, then it created the crack problem. Now it's pushing all this other stuff in. People want to take drugs. That's all. They want to take drugs. All these problems in Mexico and Colombia, all these places. Tons of these places virtually decriminalize most drugs. But the crime occurs because these criminal organizations want to control this very lucrative business called drugs that gets sold mostly in the United States and the Western world. That's all. Those countries wouldn't even have problems. And so why do they make it illegal? Why do they have all these things? Why? Because the leaders themselves are corrupt as hell. The United States government wants to make sure this stuff does stay illegal. <laughs> That's why. And so when you're involved in these kinds of things, you're going to create dangers. But to be honest, I mean, outside of the fact that I feel bad for people who are stuck in these situations that have all been created by this fake money system with inflation and the fake titles to land and all this concentration of wealth, all this stuff occurs through the protection of government. And I feel bad for the people who live in those areas. But they vote Democrat. They vote Democrat. They don't push back. They don't speak truth. Yeah, those drugs are wrecking those uh, neighborhoods. 
Because the people don't have any damn hope. Because they're trapped like rats in there with shitty public schools. I mean, they have to go get certain kinds of jobs. They need licenses, certifications to run kinds of businesses, to open businesses. There's fucking empty buildings all around. Nobody can use them. Why? Because they're held by these large companies. But it's just all completely and totally idiotic. If you're involved in the drug trade, if you're in a gang, say you're Crip or Blood, and one of your buddies gets killed in a drug deal, uh, do you call the police, turn them in? No, you go settle the score themselves. That's all. And in fact, they call it misdemeanor murder. There's really not that investigated. Yeah, sure, I feel bad for people who are innocent that get caught in crossfire. I don't know what those numbers are. I think those numbers are way, way smaller than the people who are actually killed in the business. It's a dangerous business. When you get into that business, you assume that risk. That's all. You assume that risk. Does the mob call the cops when one of their guys gets taken out by another mob? No. See, they're not using the police resources. The police show up. They're upset. They want to run around and act like this is a scourge on this and that. And they show the crying mother. Hell, I feel bad for the mother. But I feel bad for the mother whose son chose to be a minor and dies in some fucking horrible lung problem decades later. Okay? We don't claim that to be some giant problem. All sorts of people get killed in their work. All sorts of work is dangerous. This is the work they take. They think it's going to be profitable. They know it's not a good chance uh, they're going to make it out. They expect they'll be in prison or not. And why are the neighborhoods themselves wrecked? Why? Most of the time, they've been wrecked with this welfare system. The black community was doing great in the 50s and 60s. It was getting better and better. Yeah, it was segregated out, of course. I get it. Okay. A lot of that's problematic. Some was forced. Some's not forced. A lot of people want to live amongst people who look like themselves. There's nothing racist about that. It's cultural. You like to be around people who are like you. <laughs> it doesn't mean people don't intermix. They do. But you can't jam them together. But the reality is anyone can look at the statistics and see that they were doing great. They were starting to really, really make some ground. And that's when they rolled out the great society in order to wreck it, completely wreck it, completely destroy that sort of family unit that was so strong. And they wrecked it with the drugs and the welfare. They incentivized women to have children with whoever they want and then to be so-called taken care of uh, by government daddy. And, of course, they rolled out women's lib and the pill and all this other shit and pimp culture. All these things are rolled out by the media who is controlled by a very small group of people who you're not allowed to talk about. All these rap artists that push all this garbage in there, it's all controlled by a very small group of people. That's all. So they moved the culture. They created this problem. They created it. That's all. It's not complicated. There's nothing inherently screwed up or wrong with the black people and their culture. They're completely fine. They're normal. They're being abused horribly by the system. But if you go into a business that's dangerous, uh, you can hardly be surprised if you get shot in the middle of a drug deal. This is what happens. People get shot in drug deals. The people who climb to the top are very dangerous. But look who the government protects. Protects people like Pfizer, right? Protects these giant companies that kill way more people with all their prescription horse shit. They call it legal. See, so the legalized drug pushers are much, much, much more dangerous. They push this fake vaccine out. God knows how many people they're going to kill and fuck up with that thing, right? But they're all protected. Then they can't even be sued. Federal government pays the damages on these vaccines. See the hypocrisy? 
See the hypocrisy? There's no basis for any of this. None for any of it. The problems are so much deeper than the silly fantasies and the superficial nonsense that people discuss. The people are being driven into poverty through inflation. People don't even know what it is. Nobody on the constitutional conservative side speaks out about the fact that the Federal Reserve is absolutely unconstitutional. There's absolutely no basis for any of it. The legal tender laws were jammed through by packing the Supreme Court after the Civil War. Anybody can go look it up. I did a whole episode on it. You're forced to take this stuff that's garbage. It's shit. And with that, they manipulate everything. Government controls the schools. They wreck the schools in the inner city. They zone things out. They bring drugs in. They bring in crime. I had a buddy who was an economic development director for years and years and years and retired. And he said it's very well worked out. They know exactly how to destroy a neighborhood. Certain kind of housing. Now, of course, we have Section 8 housing. They can just jam anywhere they want. Now they're just bringing in immigrants. They just shove them in. I remember after one of the big hurricanes, I don't remember what the name of it was, maybe 10 years ago or so, uh, they, they shoved this huge number of criminals into certain parts of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And they did it in all sorts of cities. And they just completely wrecked the neighborhoods by basically just transporting a bunch of criminals from these drug-infested areas that were in these very poor neighborhoods. They put them all into the school districts of certain areas. Federal government paid for it all. And now those neighborhoods are completely wrecked. So they can just wreck any kind of property value. Then what do you do? Now you can't sell your home, right? You've got whole cities that are destroyed as a result of the destruction of certain kinds of industries, which, again, these are giant manipulations on huge global scales that people don't believe. They think all this stuff is market-driven because they're told fantasies by constitutional conservatives who tell them about the free market, but don't tell them that you can't have a free market when you have to use a currency that's completely fake and 100% controlled by something called the Federal Reserve and their banks, where they just move the interest rates up and down and make all sorts of money on it, where all these worldwide events are orchestrated horseshit, like Ukraine, Russia, It's all shit, see? And so the people who claim to be on each side of this so-called drug war are just, they're ridiculous. How many of the kids who grow up without fathers in these bad neighborhoods grow up without fathers because the fathers are killed in some kind of drug battle because it's the only basic kind of job they have available to them in the area with the horrible education they're given and or they're in prison for some kind of made-up drug-related or so-called gun charge. And then their life is ruined, and they can't get real jobs. How many? Think how big a problem that is. It's a huge portion of the minority, especially the black community, especially if you go to the inner city. Are, their fathers are all gone. Okay, They've been destroyed. The family unit was destroyed as a result of government behavior, government intentional government destruction of their culture, of their entire community. And now they basically just send them all off to prisons constantly. Every kind of hassle is the result of these drug laws and these gun laws. Endless searches, endless problems in schools and not schools. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Every, virtually every kind of problem that you want to find can trace back to this gigantic war on drugs. It's just so huge because not only are huge numbers of people convicted of it, 
these made-up laws, completely fake laws, that just the, the heart of hypocrisy, the way you can get legalized drugs, if somebody with a certain kind of government license gives you a permission slip, you can go to another government-licensed individual who give you a few pills. It's idiotic. You should be able to take anything you want. Anything you want. But the hypocrisy is so blatant, right? It's so ridiculous. They can get arrested for weed, heroin, mushrooms, cocaine, but you can go take all these things that are prescriptions that are just as dangerous or worse. And you look at these countries where most of the stuff's decriminalized, it's not a problem. The only kinds of areas they have problems are the places where the, the gangs uh, live and work that have to do with trying to get the drugs in or out of the country that they're not allowed to move in and out of the country. But the entire system is 100% tainted. All the people the border are bribed and the CIA and the FBI, DEA, they're all fucking bribed out the ass. You're never going to get rid of it. It's idiotic. It's just an asinine thing. And then to, to watch these people just getting slaughtered endlessly time and time again over this made-up idea that you're going to somehow get rid of drugs. It's silly. There's drugs everywhere. People eat Cheetos. You're going to get rid of snack food. You're going to get rid of fast food. The shit's horrible. People get addicted. They like it. They wreck themselves. They have all these shows now. My 700-pound life, my 1,000-pound sisters, all these huge fat-ass scooter people riding around. How come there's no uproar about that? There's nothing, right? Because it's all hypocrisy. See, it's all complete and gross hypocrisy with each side of this fake red versus blue coin trying to jockey for fake votes from stupid-ass voters who believe the kind of garbage they sell. And, of course, the people in media are just a bunch of whores. They just skew a bunch of lies. They don't talk about the truth. They don't. They push this law and order horseshit down everybody's face. That's what they do. And then we're not even talking about the judicial system itself, completely corrupt to the core. All this crap with some kind of minor fucking uh, possession of drugs. Your life is ruined. They threaten you. They extort you. They force you to turn on a neighborhood while they're living in government housing that's so fucking dangerous they don't provide any kind of protection. It's all idiotic. It's, the discussion is so preposterous in the public forum about actual fixes. It's an insult to the intelligence of anybody who gives it one minute of thought. And yet, what do you get? You get endless articles and, and radio shows and TV about trying to blame Democrat government in certain inner cities for all these problems. Dude, they all have blame. They all have blame. It's not a matter that the war on drugs is a failure. The war on drugs is the biggest, most unconstitutional scam in the history of this country. It's a complete and total outrage. And like I said, there's absolutely no basis for you to have to get a prescription to get any kind of drug you want. There's absolutely no basis whatsoever for the federal government being in charge of overseeing what drugs can be released to the market. None! It's, it's stupid to believe it. There's nothing in there. You're just turning them into your daddy. But that's what it is, and there's no discussion of these facts. None. Of course, there's no personal liability in the government workers. You pay them pensions, and they stay in these pensions to these ridiculous, unconstitutional agencies and all these police forces, and ATF and DEA and all this shit, and they drag pensions out. They get in there, they realize, the huge number of them realize what a fucking complete scam it all is, but they're like, well, i got to put in a few more years and get my pension, get out and do private work. Okay, I get it. I can't even say I blame them, you know. They're not, they're not living up to their oath, they're 
They're not. It's just the bottom line. If you find out and you stay in, I'm not saying I blame you because the world is so fucked, but you sure the hell can't run around and claim that you have any integrity about it. That's all. And the way the cops treat the people, it's just blatant, right? If a cop gets killed, well, then everything gets locked down. They just trample everybody's rights and run over everybody in order to try to get to the person that killed them. Why is a cop's life any more important than anybody else's life? Why? <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. None of it makes any sense. See, this is the problem I have with all of it is that everything is framed up in a way that having the public discussion under the paradigm we're given is utterly and completely pointless. And that's why the discussion is framed up like that. It's framed up like that so that it doesn't matter what answers you find if you're asking the wrong questions. And every kind of issue that's discussed out in public falls under the same banner. And this black people, black young men killing themselves and blah, blah, being an epidemic and all, it's all caused by government. <laughs> it's all caused by government. The idea that government can fix it is absurd. And I just get so sick and tired of these self-righteous conservatives getting on there and acting like they give a shit about it when they don't mention any of the things I've just gone over here. The complete and total unconstitutionality of, of the war on drugs. The idea that we could have a DEA or an ATF, it's asinine. All these gun charges, drug charges, they're ridiculous. The thought they had a Second Amendment. The idea that somebody, because they're a so-called criminal, they can't have a gun? Where's that in the Constitution? Where's that exception? I don't get it. <laughs> it's just, they're hypocrites. See, they're all massive hypocrites. And the conservatives love to point at the liberals and say they're hypocrites, but the conservatives are just as bad as far as being hypocrites. And, in fact, in many ways, they're way worse because the liberals tell you up front. They want the government to be your daddy and to tell you what to do in every aspect of your life, and they think government's the solution for everything. And they're honest about it, all right? Because constitutional conservatives, they're traitors, man. They're spies amongst your midst. They pretend to be on your side, while really they're helping the other side. Because their positions never win, and they're not winners because they're not honest. So they're not honest. And lots of people can kind of sniff that out. That's why only about half the people even bother to vote in those ridiculous charades. But just think how much of a hypocrite you have to be to rail on this idea that black men are killing each other in the inner cities and then in another show talk about how the fentanyl's pouring over the border and the gangs are doing this and that and never discuss the fact that the CIA runs the drug business. Never discuss the fact that all these drug laws are what's causing the problem. It's not people taking drugs. Sure, people take drugs. People are going to take drugs. They take drugs in the fucking suburbs like crazy. Huge numbers. Is there a huge crime epidemic out in the suburbs? No, but you see story after story of all these rich kids. Every fucking one of them is on drugs. They're all on drugs. It's ridiculous. Not just the Ritalin and the heroin and the Coke, but they're micro-dosing. They're smoking fucking weed. They're, they're snorting Coke. Is there a huge crime wave going on out in those uh, uh, well-to-do suburbs? No. Okay, well, they're taking drugs. I don't understand. Why not? See, because all the crime is pushed into the inner city. Are there no dealers out in the suburbs? Of course there are. Are they having shootouts all the time? No, they're not. <laughs> See? It has nothing to do with taking drugs. Nothing. People do all sorts of things that are bad for them. All sorts of things. Government has no business in there. It's absolutely no business telling people what they should or shouldn't do because it may or may not be good for them or help them. 
It's all fake, people. See, it's all fake. We have a totally fake society, a totally fake country, all these fake jobs people have with fake requirements and fake certifications, with fake fucking educational courses that teach them a bunch of fake shit. Nobody needs to know. Nobody cares. That's all. They get caught all the time. People are committing these so-called impersonations, right? Well, you can't even tell that they aren't actually qualified. Do they get caught because they're so terrible? No, they get caught for all these other reasons. Because it's easy to fake being a so-called specialist that require these fake government certifications and registrations and licenses. There's nothing to it. If the certifications and the requirements were actually there helping people, one, they'd be private, they wouldn't be government, and two, you'd be able to tell right away that someone was obviously not qualified because they wouldn't be able to do the job. But if you can do the job without the so-called certification, why should you need a certification? <laughs> but, of course, they do that. And then, you know, they wreck the, the poor kids in the ghetto. They have a horrible fucking school. They make kids go to school. You can't get them out of these public schools. Again, all these problems are just created by government. There's no basis to make people go to school. If you're problematic, don't go to school. If you come to school and you cause a problem, you're kicked out. It shouldn't be a government school anyway. No basis for that anyway. But then once you're in there, then they run you through the thing with the drug thing. Then you get a permanent record. Now you can't go to a decent college. If you can even graduate from your school, go down the list. They immediately start screwing you from day one. That's all. That's all. And to have these public discussions like they do, these ridiculous sort of transparently paper-thin fantasy discussions that they hold between the red and the blue parties, it's just silly. It's just silly, and I'm just so tired of listening to these kinds of idiots get on there and talk about it. So I wanted to make a show about it, just to bring up just a few of the points. I'm sure there's all sorts of other points if I sat down, spent like another hour or two thinking about it. Come up with all sorts of other reasons why it's all other horseshit. But you can see that this this idea that one of those sides makes sense and one of those sides is on our side and the other side's against the black people. It's all fantasy, man. They're all screwing the black people. It's just the black people that happen to vote for Democrats. <laughs> just like a bunch of white Republicans vote hardcore Republican, even though they're just a bunch of warmongers and they pretend that they're not, and they go to church. And then they pray for uh, our allies, and they want to bomb people all over and back to blue and fucking boys in the military while we run around the world bombing people. Just as much hypocrites, that's all. Just as much a hypocrite. So... I'm not picking on blacks. It's ridiculous. I'm sure people probably accuse me of that, too. So, All right. Well, I think that's probably all I want to say about it right now. I want to thank the people in Patreon who support my show because I know that the vast majority support my show because they appreciate the time and effort it's taken for me to get the information and knowledge that I have. And they respect that, and they are willing to pay for that, which I think is what the free markets are all about, which I suspect that people like my show are into. And so thank you for having that kind of integrity. I, I really appreciate that. I know you guys get a, you know, extra shows each month and stuff like that, but I know a lot of them, they, they tell me, make it clear that they support me uh, because they appreciate what I do and tell the truth. And there's nobody else out there who really kind of comes at it the way I do. There's plenty of people trying to tell truth. There are. And they have different areas they do a great job in that I don't do. But I have my area. I have my area. So thank you. And if you want to follow me, you can. I'm on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at US Law Review. No update on the movie. 
It will be out this fall. The Jones Plantation, written by Larkin Rose. I play Mr. Jones. I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to see some of the early cuts and stuff that hopefully I'll get some access to. And beyond that, I think that's pretty much it. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day, wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man. Great show. Thanks so much. I get to check your service on the way out. More quash. More quash.